0: Hi friends, welcome back. Today is November 10th, 2023. We are one third of the way in, and I have many updates for you guys. I have Cousin Lala here again for round two. Hey, Cousin Lala.
1: It's good to be back. We're uh, approaching Thanksgiving, which is going to be hosted at your house, which we're sitting in right now it's going to be it's going to be a great time a lot of guests are going to descend upon your house there's going to be a lot of food and no cannabis use
0: i have not been around the family not high in a very long time and people will be descending they will be coming here expecting food and favors
1: yeah um i feel like that's something we should discuss is, is food and cannabis because they're, at least for us, they're very, very intimately tied together. Uh, wouldn't you say so, cousin?
0: I've lost weight. Mm. I have lost weight. And so I don't know how to feel. I'm doing OMAD. You remember I was strict keto, but I'm doing OMAD now. Mm. I need to do OMAD because when I gave up cannabis for this month, I realized I was never really hungry. I'm okay with just eating one meal a day.
1: Yeah, OMAD. I um I actually used to do OMAD not by choice just because of um, uh, you know, my previous job. But I feel like I mean cannabis was it was almost like um, you know, it would enhance the food. I couldn't, you know, really couldn't eat before, you know, smoking or at least um, you know, getting a little high. And again, it was part of that ritual almost. Before I ate, I had to have something to watch. I also had to smoke beforehand.
0: This this is an organic ass podcast. You're going to hear things. You're going to hear phones. You're going to hear chairs. You might even hear my stomach.
1: Yes, but you won't see us because this is not a video podcast. Uh, and we're in, sitting in a dark room, which is good for us. It kind of sets the mood. And also, I don't think we'd want to film ourselves because we're both still husky. <laughs> um, and I think I think we should speak to that because I, I, cannabis does play a role. But I think we, um, I mean, we were fat before we started smoking, huh?
0: Hell yeah, we were fat before we were smoking. We're islanders. Yeah. We're just big people in general. Yeah, I mean, we That's be- no excuse, though. It really isn't. We use cannabis a lot with food. Hell, I was infusing my food with cannabis. Why not?
1: Okay, so to take it back, do you remember the first time that you ate under the influence? Can you, you can take us back if you remember?
0: We're going back to episode one, the buffet. <laughs> Ooh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> what was it? it, was what was King, it? Palace. King Palace. I I don't know how I felt. I can't I don't really remember hmm. The feeling of food and weed, but I can remember the feeling of food before weed and how it would fill the voids because we're very food centric people. Like, we don't say I love you, but I'll give you a plate of food. But by the way, how was your dinner?
1: It was a great keto dinner. She made fajitas with cauliflower rice and some black beans and uh, low carb tortillas. It was great.
0: It was more on the low carb meal if you ate the beans. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There is no beans on keto. Like ever. Ever. What were we talking about? See, I'm that's what I'm feeling right now. Like sometimes I can't I can't think. Like I can't keep one train of thought. So I'm really hoping I don't have ADHD. <laughs> like I'm really hoping that the cannabis made it to where I could focus.
1: I guess to go off on your tangent, though, yeah, when I would smoke weed, it would, um, I always described it as it kind of, um, it's like a bunch of mirrors reflecting in your head. And you it sparked all these, you know, tangents that I'd want to go off on and connected all these neurons that I wouldn't have normally connected. So um, maybe that's why I used to be a little bit scatterbrained when I was high and, and I would want to talk about everything all at once and I couldn't quite articulate it. Um, yeah, that's, and now I feel kind of even keeled and a little bit more level headed. Um, perhaps a little more drab because these, uh, yeah, those connections aren't there anymore. Uh, experiencing reality at base level. Um,
0: I don't like experiencing, you don't. I mean, I do and I don't like do I miss weed right now? Yeah, I miss cannabis, but my mind has changed about some things. I won't be smoking every day. And I have recently made this podcast public. So if anyone like decides to rat on me, well, you know what? Fuck you guys. (laughs) You fucking rat. I would never rat on you, even if I didn't like you. So, yeah, I just wanted to throw that disclaimer out there
1: a good disclaimer so i'm trying to think back to the first time i um i remember eating under the influence i couldn't really tell you but i remember the first time i i heard music and i think that's i guess a similar experience because anybody who tell you that smoke sweet you know enhances the music enhances the food flavors it's almost like you're going to from 480 to 1080p kind of deal and I remember the first time I listened to music was um, at my friend uh, Pierre's house. This is back in high school, and I played Radiohead uh, in his living room. It was I remember specifically it was uh, Kid A, um, the opening track to Kid A, um, Everything in Its Right Place, and yeah, I've heard that song you know many times before I got high. But when I first got high, I remember listening to the song and it was it was like i was listening to it for the first time with you know like this this different lens it's like everything was so vivid it was so bright and um yeah it would do that for food as well it would it would enhance the food it would enhance the experience um and you know one of the reasons why i stopped too is because it actually it it no longer enhanced the experience for me um yeah it was almost like um yeah this is because being high was my baseline like hey, yeah this is this baseline i didn't really get that effect from weed anymore that's kind of why i wanted to stop um,
0: yeah. so you're telling me it, it was no longer chicken soup for the soul mm-hmm. Ooh, chicken soup for the soul i don't know how i would talk about my relationship with food and marijuana use because i've always been big i think it just made it okay uh, yeah i know you know what it did make it okay because we would binge like i remember like we would go to sushi choo-choo revolving sushi mm-hmm. and we would just eat and that guy would like our server i don't know if you know his name he was a, he was a good server but we would just stack our food like so high and then to justify it, we would say, oh, let's go settle our stomachs. <laughs> smoke, smoke, something. smoke, and settle our stomachs.
1: Yeah, that was a big pre- pre-game we would smoke, and then, you know, post we would smoke as well. We would call it settling our stomachs. Um, I don't know where we got that term from, but, yeah. It
0: does settle our stomachs.
1: I guess it kind of did. I mean, we kind of rationalized it at the time. Um you know one blunt before one blunt after and I mean that's part of the it's kind of part of the routine um yeah I don't know if um if cannabis propelled us to eat more i i i I think it did but uh like I said we were kind of we're all we're both fat before then You're
0: still uh, husky. I'm, we're, a, I'm a husky i'm still i I still identify as a husky child size 12
1: yeah we're definitely both still husky but we're husky. Uh, right
0: for sure
1: <laughs> um but i've been going to the gym recently i started um working out recently so you know i figured while i'm sober I might as well make that make that change um i do feel better for sure but
0: um <sighs> i've been working out too i didn't want to tell you that earlier when we were eating I feel like training for a half marathon. I think marathons change people's lives. I don't know. I'm I'm ready to marathon out. I don't know how to train for it, but we're there. I I can run. I didn't know I could run, but I can only run for like two minutes straight, and then it's like straight speed walking. So we're we're building up to that. A half marathon. How how long is a marathon?
1: Twenty-one. It's twenty-one point six miles. Oh shit! So, yeah, it'd be thirteen point two. You just see those stickers on the back of cars, and you're like, all right, yeah, it's thirteen point two miles. I didn't know you're training, or you wanted to run a marathon. That's that's a good goal. I wanted to run
0: a marathon. Well, half a marathon. Oh, look. Wait, we have a special guest.
1: Hello, you called me. On accident. By accident. Yeah. How are you? How are you?
0: Work. oh shit okay we're gonna hang up on you you you're you're in our podcast Oh, <laughs> uh, for real? yeah in a podcast? you are you're in it right now yeah
1: you're in you're on the podcast should I, should I... he's on he's on clock and he's on the podcast this is our cousin mark yep. sorry boobs uh, you, i thought you were gonna give me like a, a code name like, like boobs or something i don't know oh you're boobs like you have lala
0: Oh, you want a you wanna name? Okay, you're Boobs.
1: Uh, yeah, he's, yeah, he's <laughs> Boobs.
0: All right, Cousin Boobs. Sorry. Sorry to call you. No, it's cool. Well, maybe next time you can invite me to your podcast. Oh, for sure, Boobs. All right, let me know whenever you all do
1: another podcast. Tomorrow? Uh, I work tomorrow, I'm sorry.
0: Just, whenever you're free. Okay. All right. All
1: right, bye. Bye. Sticking with the theme of the podcast, that's uh, our very sober cousin, He's straight edge. Cousin boobs, yeah, he's straight edge. Yeah, like straight edge for
0: real, straight edge. Mm. I I don't know if he's fucking anyone, but.
1: <laughs> oh, I mean, so yeah, I guess straight edge does mean.
0: He's straight edge in my head.
1: Yeah, so straight edge means he's you're celibate too.
0: Well, okay, so straight edge is you don't drink, you don't do drugs, like smoking or whatever, like any kind of drug, and then you don't have promiscuous sex. And he's a young, he's a young man. So I don't know if he's fucking
1: around. Yeah, he's not going to be happy we're talking about this. But uh, yeah, he he called us. Um, yeah, let's get back on track. Um, What were you we talking about?
0: Food and cannabis. Ooh, Food. What were we talking about? Well, yeah,
1: well, Thanksgiving's coming up. How many more days do we got?
0: Oh, my God. I, I really don't want to think about that. 15 more days. No, 13 more days. I have two frozen turkeys in the freezer right now.
1: Yeah, it's a lot of turkey. How many guests do you expect?
0: You know what? I I really don't know. Like, we can name, name, we're going to give them code names now because they're going to listen. Just expect the majority of the family and some special guests. But I, you know what? I really wish that one part of the family would come. But yeah, that's, that's another trauma to talk about on a different day. So food and cannabis, I, I don't know. I, it's very toxic. Mm-hmm. It's kind of traumatic talking about it.
1: Well, maybe we to get to the trauma. I mean, we could we could talk about the good times. I remember in high school we would go to a place called Wacky Mongolian Grill. Oh. <laughs> and uh, for those of you that don't know, um, the Mongolian Grill setup—you know, Wacky Mongolian Grill is like a chain, but the overall concept is you pick out your raw protein, your veggies, sauces, spices, etc. And they, they grill it up for you. And this place somebody up uh, by my house called Wacky Mongolian Grill. And my friends and I would get violently high and uh, when go to it. And one of my first memories going there is, um, yeah, you know, you, it was a bit overwhelming, but you know, you kind of get the concept. You get a little tiny metal saucer bowl you load up your meat and stuff but I remember them sitting the bowl down in front of me and I just I just tucked into it right away and then and I immediately burned my mouth but I, I just I didn't care it was just like the food was so I mean the sensorium right it was I just kept going I kept eating even though it was burning my mouth and I think that's interesting it, you know uh, I used to um you know, smoke quite a bit, and there's something about like uh, cannabis that gives you a pain tolerance. Uh, it increases your pain tolerance, so I don't know if that had anything to do with it. Uh, I
0: Wonder how many disgusting looks we've gotten over the years. Like just going in, it is not normal to destroy a buffet. We destroyed so many buffets. It, that's not a normal thing. You don't. You shouldn't go into the buffet with the thought like, "Hey, let's destroy this shit."
1: and we recently hit up a buffet shout out to Kieran. Love Kieran. And we used to go there when we were kids and I mean that was the glory day of of that specific buffet Kieran. Uh was it Kieran number 2?
0: It was Kieran number
1: 2. Yeah, so um for those of you uh keen on Google you could you can look that up and and do little radius and you could probably find out where we live. Oh
0: yeah, the, the OG Histonians. Well, I'll just give you
1: Histonians. Yeah. So there you go. We recently visited Kirin and it's kind of like visiting uh, at the fall of the uh, of the empire. Oh, yes. And we and, and to be honest, I no longer kill buffets. I kind of I sit there. I have a specific thing in mind. I want this and I'm not going to get this. But it, we we no longer bust buffets as it were. We we kind of just sit and talk about the uh, the glory days.
0: Oh, yeah. Like six plates. Like, uh, of course, two of those plates are like straight bullshit, but six plates and I'm good. Is that too much still? (laughs) No, No? I don't know. I like, I don't know. Buffets are, I think buffets are kind of funny. I I like buffets when I can see a Filipino, another Filipino family there. Mm. Because I just like to see how much they're going to eat and what they're going to eat. Buffets are such a strategic thing to eat at. You can't eat the carbs. Like at all. You just have to go straight for the good stuff. Seafood.
1: Yeah, and I went to Vegas a couple of years ago with my uh my parents and it's um it's almost like you go there to it's it's a spectacle. You know, know you I you think. see yeah, you you almost go there to to see what the fuck they have and and buffets are like you eat with your eyes a lot. So I think that's part of the experience, you know. What um
0: buffet did you go to?
1: Um, um I, I couldn't remember. The first one is in some fucking castle. um, But I mean, okay. Even before we started smoking, I have like some of my most fond memories are with your family at buffets. Like like we would legit sit there for about four to five hours. Um, yeah,
0: raising flags. That, that is one of my favorite memories. Have you? If you've never raised the flag, there's only one Ponchos left. And we're right. Like we're near it. If you want to figure out where I live, I'm near it.
1: Yeah, if you remember that one South Park episode, I think uh, Casa Bonita. Oh, there's the very end of the episode where Cartman he's he's trying to experience the whole Casa Bonita, and then he sits down at the table, he raises the little flag, and he gets more sopapillas, and that's that's classic.
0: That's ponchos. That's ponchos. Ponchos raise the flag. One of my most favorite memories of ponchos is when we ate everything and then topped it off with Jello ran to the parking lot immediately threw up in the handicap spot yes. and it was the handicapped spot.
1: Yeah. And one thing to know, we were kids. We weren't even smoking then. Um, yeah, it's funny. Like a lot of my favorite memories are, are, it's still, it's still to do with food, but it's, it's pre smoking era. Like, um, I remember your brother who, who may or may not call into the show later. Um, one of my most cherished memories is, uh, it was at Karen, the, uh, Japanese buffet I guess they're considered mm-hmm. and a Japanese buffet. Yeah. and one thing to know about her brother um, is that he he could put it away in terms of drinks so he would um he would order a soda and he would knock it down and when the waiter came by to refill um, he would knock out somebody else's drink and basically kind of create this endless loop where the the server would come back to re- keep refilling the drink. He created drink. diabetes.
0: Yeah. I, I, he created diabetes. <laughs>
1: yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, <sighs> yeah, he found the soda glitch. And he... Um, he abused it. He abused it, for sure. Oh, for sure.
0: Yeah. Sorry.
1: <laughs> it's okay. We got a little bit of laugh right.
0: Fuck.
1: <laughs> but yeah, I think and the reason i bring this up is because i'm not saying that cannabis contributed to our eating habits is there well defined before that i just think it um it added another another layer to it. it definitely amplified it it's like it's like you go on youtube and you watch those videos uh, it's a compilation of
0: oh, I watch my
1: bones. well i wasn't even gonna go there i was talking You're about right i was talking about you know, colorblind people when they're like, I I've never seen color all my life, and they get those chroma glasses, and they put oh, on the glasses, and they're like blown away by a sunset. Um, I get I th- blown away like that. Yeah, I mean, that's that's kind of what it's like, um, smoking and eating. Yeah.
0: Do you remember Pokemon Go? No, it wasn't Pokemon Go. What was it? Pokemon Snapshot? Mm. The Lickitung? Mm. And the Sushi Game?
1: Mm.
0: I'm Lickitung. Yes. And the sushi's my game.
1: <laughs> that was uh, I didn't play much of it. It was on N sixty four if I remember correctly. And but I do remember there's something aesthetic about um, animated sushi. Oh, um,
0: it's good. Like I want to eat animated sushi. Even now.
1: Yeah, and that's that's one thing I'm discovering is like you don't you don't need that high to to enjoy weed. You just need to depends on who you're with. Like we went to Hot Pot the other the other week and we were Were we sober then?
0: Oh, yeah. We were were sober. Were we sober? We were sober. Yeah, we were sober. I was
1: like day three into it. And it was just...
0: Were we sober? Hold up. Let me look.
1: Yeah, she's going to do some fact-checking while I continue on. But the reason I brought up Hot Pot is because...
0: I I didn't take photos of that.
1: Yeah, there's something about... We we both got different... We're very different people. And uh, at one point, I look over... At my cousin's hot pot, and it's, I mean, totally different. I got the mushroom. I was kind of going for more like beef mushroom kind of deal, but I look over her at her hot pot, and the the best it. way she could, I mean, she described it as a a playful anime. Um, yeah, and you just picture like um, a Studio Ghibli kind of. If 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 he were to animate like a soup, it was just like dancing with like crab legs sorry cousin are you sure we smoked
0: we smoked before it was it was the day before we got
1: oh fuck well um, i um i stand corrected that's right that was the last day we were Yeah,
0: we went for a hurrah we went for a hurrah buffet or just unlimited ace all you can eat buffet all you can eat udon or not udon all you can eat hot pot
1: i i stand corrected she she has the um she has the nose here yeah, I mean, I I, I guess you, you'd you have to be high to compare your hot pot to a, a playful anime.
0: Oh, yeah, we were stoned. Because remember, I was like, let's do two to the face and then go. And then you were like, no, we're going to do one, eat, and then settle our stomachs. Wow. Yeah, that, see, settling our stomachs, that's the key word. That's how you know we, we ate.
1: Yeah, I mean, well, I do remember it now. It it was our last day sober, and that was kind of our last hurrah. Wow.
0: We're throwing rocks into the river, literally.
1: Yeah, it was um, or it was bayou. a bayou. But
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> see, uh, did you? Yeah, you could you could deduce by now we live in Houston. Houston's a bayou city, so. A
0: bit swamp, swamp city.
1: Yeah, yeah. If you know anything about Houston, it's um. Don't move here. Well, yeah, definitely don't move here. A lot of too many too many people from california and new york are coming here because their cities are collapsing but we don't have to get political
0: no yeah we're not gonna get political but that shit is falling like california i don't i don't know i don't know how you guys do it out there like how the? why do you pay so much for such little is it your do you what is it how do you say that it's not topography i
1: don't know where you're going with it
0: i don't know where i'm going with it too i'm just astounded like what the fuck why are you paying that much for nothing
1: yeah, 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 yeah. I think it's uh, the whole Hollywood, L.A. Culture. Actually,
0: don't come here. Like, no, you pay so much for little here, too.
1: <sighs> yeah, have you heard of um, Erewhon, that grocery store?
0: I want to buy a, a drink from Erewhon, just to say I made it.
1: Yeah, they have like $20 smoothies minimum. Um, their egg cartons are like 20, like 30 bucks. Wait,
0: what? I did not know. I didn't know about the egg cartons. What?
1: Yeah, everything's expensive there. Very, very much expensive.
0: Uh, it's like the Nordstrom. No, no, no. Yeah, it's like the Nordstroms of grocery shopping.
1: Yeah, they're, I think their motto or slogan is health is wealth or vice versa. Um, but yeah. Remember when you used to live near
0: Central Market and you would buy almond butter?
1: Hmm.
0: Like freshly ground almond butter and i ate it in one sitting and you were so mad
1: <laughs> i mean i it's understandable shout out to central market on west timer um yeah we're just gonna start naming out locations and yeah, like, you know yeah that's shout out to central market that's the best grocery store i've ever been to best produce they're an offshoot of uh, heb which is a, a proud texan uh, grocery store
0: so on the other side of the spectrum i enjoy joe v's Right. Yeah, Jovi's is my thing. Yes. That that is everything off brand or no everything branded H E B. I don't wanna say it's off brand. It's just all H E B brand. It's generically made.
1: Yeah, it's it's H E B in like strategic locations. You can call it
0: poor, regressed, <laughs> regressed <laughs> locations. We don't have to. Well, I'm not shy about that.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, it's uh, my grandpa still goes to. H-E-B. Jovie's i mean we still drive them out there um to save like 60 cents per pound on meat or something
0: yeah like we eat a lot we do i buy in bulk and i've i've learned how to read the flyers so if pork is on sale this week you best believe i'm getting chicken next week and then beef and then some sort of off-cut meat yeah that's that's how i do it i'm gonna beat this inflation
1: yeah, this inflation's pretty bad, pretty bad. Um, Are they?
0: They have they have Central Market branded stuff at Jovis.
1: I did not know that. That's impressive.
0: It it really is like the beans. Everything in Central Market to me is organic. Some sort of organic, healthy. It's very Erewhon.
1: Yeah, the Central Market. I mean, that's the closest you can get to Erewhon.
0: And then you have H U B for regular like, you know, everyday folk. And then Joe Vs for the economically challenged people.
1: Yeah, we should do a video one day of um, POV walking through Joe and like hard cut to central market. You know, Joe V, it's just like you, yeah, you see you see the working man, you see, you know, just got off work, there's still like dirt in your hands, got, you know, like five, six kids in a cart. I mean, you see, it's like
0: that's Americana right there.
1: It's it's like, um, who painted the hands of the peasants? Is it like Picasso or something? Ooh,
0: I don't
1: know. I think so. I think so. I'm, we're trying to make this podcast highbrow a little bit, but you go to Central Market and it's it's. I mean, it's nothing but like Lululemon models, Clean. shopping. I mean, you look in their basket; it's it's like a like a bouquet of flowers in like um a, a spindrift, like a carbonated
0: water if you're not buying flowers from the lady on the side of the road are you even doing it right because i've been watching videos about traders joe's and how people love their flowers in central market you're right everyone has a bouquet of flowers yeah. like what are you sorry for and why am i why am i thinking flowers are for saris <laughs> flowers are not for saris but yeah they just always have bouquets you know what i will say this about the lighting it is cleaner. There is no static buzz. No, it's just very blue light.
1: Yeah, yeah, there's something about... It's just you, you almost pay to shop in that environment. Um, yeah, it, it. everything is way... It's, it's like a low-income family is not going to spend $30, $40 on like an enchilada dinner for two. It's okay. like... Yeah, Central Market caters to like single uh well-to-do people, we'll call it high-income people.
0: There are many types of tomatoes at yeah. Central Market. That's that's how you know you've made it. Like if you can buy many types of tomatoes and it's not just like the the cherry tomatoes. No, it's the big fat like heirloom tomatoes. I can't even list. I can only list the poor people tomatoes, Roma and tomato
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, that's really the only reason to go to Central Market is for their produce. Like, without a doubt, their produce is top quality. I'm not going to hate on them for that. Um, And their sushi, I mean, it's all right.
0: It's okay. Their sushi.
1: Yeah, yeah. It's it's not that great. It's it's not. Yeah, it's not that great. Okay, like H E
0: B has sushi. Yeah, I
1: mean, to be honest, H E B sushi more often than not is better than like this specific Central Market.
0: Jovi's also has sushi. Mm. Yeah, they put the sushi stands in there.
1: Mm.
0: Sometimes I watch them make it and yeah. then walk off.
1: Isn't that like a new feature they added to Jovi's? Oh.
0: oh, yeah. But okay, look, if you go to Jovi's, the one thing you have to get is the buttered tortillas. Actually, any I I don't know if they'll have that at Central Market because it's full of gluten, but you know.
1: Yeah, there's a, there's a reason. When I used to, um, at my last job, we used to make breakfast tacos and... We would use H E B tortillas because they got like i mean for real they got a straight-up spanish mom mexican mom somebody's mom in there cooking
0: specifically the buttered tortillas yes
1: yes the buttered tortillas and you
0: have to get them warm yeah. well not necessarily but get them warm
1: yeah i mean anybody in texas will know this there's literally an hcb commercial where this dude's in an airport and there's no dialogue in the commercial so he's going through tsa and the uh, the TSA woman opens up his bag, and it's just nothing but flour tortillas, butter tortillas. And they both look at each other like, yeah, you know what's up. Yeah,
0: like, I would never, if I worked for TSA, I wouldn't deny people that. That one luxury of life. No, I wouldn't deny that. But since I do keto low carb. Oh my God, <laughs> that scared me. I thought there was a poltergeist in my house.
1: Not to get too morbid, but is, is didn't two people die here?
0: One. One person died, dude.
1: Oh, my, my my apologies. That's okay.
0: And it was a natural death. It wasn't like, you know, violent or anything. Damn. Yeah, it was good. It was good. I yeah. mean, it wasn't good, but, you, you know.
1: We took quite a turn in this podcast.
0: <laughs> we did, because I thought I heard a poltergeist. That will shake you up, hearing a poltergeist.
1: Yeah, that wasn't, uh, just to clarify, that was uh, her husband, not a poltergeist.
0: He has a very low register to where he would think it's a poltergeist. You know what's funny? You know what I fell asleep to last night? Win- oh shit, I can't even pronounce it. Windingos? 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 Skinwalkers? But not skinwalkers. Oh. Are they called Windingos? Do you know what I'm talking about? I almost said Winnebago. I don't know how to I don't know how to. whatever it's a skinwalker but not really
1: yeah um I I have trouble sleeping too recently I mean I mean in all honesty um
0: I felt it last I felt it last night I had trouble sleeping last night
1: yeah I just um uh, I have a few songs in rotation that I listen to if I if I ever have trouble sleeping um I guess to kind of bring it back to the theme of the podcast like I mean, it does affect your sleep a little bit just quitting cannabis because um, yeah, that'd be kind of a nightly routine. You take a couple hits before you sleep and you kind of uh, fade out into into sleep realm. Um, That's yeah. where
0: working out comes in for me. I literally tire myself out. So, I don't know. I haven't felt that runner's high. I don't know. I don't run. I mean, I only run for like one minute straight, then heavy
1: breathe. So I used to run quite a bit back in in high school when I was trying to lose uh, weight. And I noticed with the runner's high thing, uh, you do need to run quite a bit. Like I'm talking like 45 minutes to an hour. Because supposedly, um, I'm not a, a neuroscientist, but something about that amount of pain once it hits a certain threshold your body releases endorphins to counteract that pain and the endorphins are similar to the you know the cannabinoids that you get in THC
0: I really want to smoke uh, <laughs> I really 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 want to smoke
1: I mean this is uh this is a raw unfiltered unedited podcast this is this is in real time yeah, cuz it's fun. this the, the cravings kind of it's not yeah, the cravings come in and out, you know, and it's it's real. Some things are triggering, some things make you want to smoke again. Um, yeah, like for me, the other day, uh, after we ate at the buffet, uh, I dropped her off at her car, which is parked at Barnes & Noble. And I remember just, um, well, you know, actually let me preface this. After we went to the buffet, we went to get scratch-off tickets. <laughs>
0: Get the fuck by scratch. I bought another scratch off ticket yesterday. Really? I lost.
1: I'm a loser. So so funny thing is I bought a scratch off ticket too, and along with it, um oh I, I won a dollar by the way. So the first ticket, I won a dollar. And I after I dropped you off, I went back and bought another ticket for a dollar and I lost. <laughs> but but the the reason I bring it up is um
0: Was it the same game?
1: Yeah, it was different. Okay. But um Along with the scratch off I bought a pack of Zyn, Z Y N. It's um tobacco lovers or nicotine lovers will know that it's like um tobaccoless nicotine pouch kind of deal. And yeah, I wanted to try it and see what it's like and I, I don't like it at all.
0: Oh, at all at all? Did you give you gave it another try, didn't you?
1: I gave it another try. I had two pouches. The first one I definitely got I got dizzy and I got upset. <laughs> um
0: it's not very zen. No, it's
1: not it's not zen. <laughs> but uh the second time I tried it I left it in for longer. I definitely got a nicotine buzz, but yeah, it's not it's not my preferred I don't know if I'm still sober or not. I don't know if you consider that would I you do. consider
0: That's just that's tobacco. I mean, like it's
1: It's not even tobacco, it's nicotine. It's
0: nicotine. It's not It's just nicotine.
1: Mm.
0: I don't think, you know, that's not yeah, like, some hospitals, text, like, they test for nicotine, but that's not, like, really... To me, that's not a drug.
1: Yeah, I remember in um, in high school, it's actually before I started smoking, we would um, smoke hookah. Oh, and yeah, remember
0: that one time.
1: Yeah, yeah. I um,
0: saw you. That was weird. I saw you at that hookah bar.
1: Yeah, that was interesting. That was very interesting.
0: I wasn't sure if you were allowed to smoke, though. No, you were. Were you? I don't know.
1: So... I guess we're referencing a bunch of places in Houston. There's a place called, it was Leal. Oh, Leal right?
0: was good. It was Leal. Wait, uh, was that Leal? I don't, I'm pretty sure. It was Leal. Really sure they're it closed was. down now.
1: Yeah, they're closed down now, but they would just allow underage kids to smoke yeah, all you know, day, every day.
0: Now that I think about it, you were probably underage.
1: No, we were definitely underage. I mean, I was at least. Um, and I remember, you know, the first couple of times you smoke hookah, you get pretty sick.
0: Oh yeah, you do. I hated that. Um, it's because of big rips. Because you can't rip it like weed.
1: Yeah, and it's also... Uh, nicotine is... It's not... It's not a game. Yeah, there's a reason why... I mean, okay, the market determines the price. There's a reason why uh, an eighth of weed, you know, costs like 25, 30 bucks. And I don't know how much... You could get like a shit ton of tobacco for that.
0: Um, I want to smoke. Like, like, I feel like... No, I can't. We're one third of the way there.
1: You want to smoke? You want to smoke weed?
0: Yeah, I want to smoke. I want to smoke some cannabis. It's Friday and I'm like See, it's the weather. The weather's like fucking me up. I'm sorry. I, I like totally interrupted.
1: No, it's okay. It's okay because the weather to to um to our listeners, the weather is kind of dreary outside. Um, mm-hmm. it's cold and dreary. There's something about smoking out in the cold that uh, it's very. I don't know. It's it's very attractive to smoke out it's i hate smoking out like we live it's, i like smoking in the cold yeah it's no secret we live in the south and and by now you could tell we live in houston and it, it sucks smoking out in like humidity it's muggy i hate i hate oh. that but there's something about the dry the dry cold that's really like it's really cold outside and you got a nice blunt in your hand i mean that's see there's see i'm wanting to smoke now too yeah
0: i'm I don't know. I don't know why. I like smoking when it's cold. The only thing that I don't like is that it sticks on you.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: That's and and you know how I like I french inhale, so that shit that's like a chimney, chimney catcher, smoke catcher in my nose.
1: And I'm thinking it's I look back at these these memories I have and I remember it was late December and it was your mom's old house and we were just huddled in the corner and just smoking on the side of your house. Yeah. In like... the end of the day, like weed kind of, it, it sparked these adventures. We would go on these little memories, but it's not, I don't, when you look back in your life, I don't remember like, Oh, I felt this way. Like them, this was like, i I remember the, the experience the people I was with, you know, what it was like, you know, I don't necessarily remember, um, Oh, this, this is fucking dank weed. This is good. Um, Something I feel like your little brother, he, he focuses, he remembers the experience of like, he's very much a weed connoisseur, your younger brother. Oh, for sure. um, Yeah, and he kind of, it, it's interesting, like, um, the experiences you take away from smoking. You know, everybody's experience is different, but mine is, um, yeah, mine's more centered around the, um, family I guess, oriented. family, social, <laughs> social oriented, yeah. That's
0: fucked up. It's fa- I would never do crack. With my family,
1: <laughs> where did that come from? What <laughs> can you elaborate?
0: Like, I would smoke weed with my family, but I wouldn't say, Hey, let's go shoot heroin. Yeah,
1: I mean, that's no, for sure. No, for sure.
0: <laughs> like, I wouldn't do crack, I wouldn't do hard drugs with my family.
1: Mm-hmm. Like, no, but see, that's um, we should we should touch on that a little bit. So, I agree, I would not do that either. But um, yeah, just distinguish between like hard and soft drugs. Um, for a while, I mean, maybe even today, some people view weed, and cannabis, as a hard drug. Um, I That's feel fun. like that stigma is is decreased lately, but I, I feel like there's still that stigma of, um, especially when you when you see people dabbing, um, and they take out the blowtorch and they're hitting the nail with it. I mean that. that the, can seem like, okay. Look, that that can seem like a hard drug. Right. Like.
0: Okay, so what are those crack pipes called? What is the proper name for that?
1: Uh, I, I thought it was just a crack pipe, but it, I think... Um...
0: It's a crack pipe, right? I, I call it a crack pipe, but if you know what I'm talking about, it's the the really long pipe with a... What would you call that? Like a spear at the end? It's a crack pipe.
1: Yeah, just a crack
0: pipe. I'm going to call it a crack pipe. I don't know. Like, okay, watching someone... Dab out of a crack pipe made mm. like I wouldn't. Do, okay, I tried that one time and I was like, I'm never doing it like this again. Mm. This makes me feel like a drug, like like a junkie. Yeah,
1: there's a reason why um in the weed technology sector that like um, devices like Puffco Peak, they're they're really kind of fashion forward because you could take dabs without looking like a crackhead.
0: Oh, I love I love my Puffco. Mm. Yeah, Puffco. You know what? There's this company right now that I've been. I've been going into their giveaways, high coat, something like that. It's on Instagram, but they use a laser. Like I would never say, Hey, let's do heroin using a laser. But yeah, like
1: (laughs) that's fucking hilarious. I don't. um, Yeah. My cousin laughs a lot. I don't laugh, but when I do, it's, it's a good laugh. It's, It's, but what she said was fucking hilarious. Um, (laughs) she wouldn't do heroin with a laser no, <laughs> like you like he, you had that laser. you had that qualifier with a laser that's
0: i just wouldn't do heroin real. at all like right. you can present it to me many ways if someone okay look that's pretty impressive Here, hey do some heroin with a laser
1: man you just got me thinking now so i'm thinking about movies we're just watching movies downstairs mm-hmm. and you think about movies that glorify heroin like train spotting or that one scene in pulp fiction uh, versus versus requiem heroin oh yeah oh 100% requiem was uh, was very much heroin yeah yeah you see the movies that glorify heroin it's it's they I not glo- not eyes. not not glo- my eyes that big yeah not glorify heroin but but uh, depict it in the movie they it's it's very grungy it's very like fucking dregs of society kind of deal but you see movies that glorify cannabis um what's a good one like how high <laughs> how High um Super bad. Um, I guess Friday. a little days to confuse a little bit. Friday is a great one. Um, yeah, those are just fun, fun stoner movies. Like
0: Pineapple Express. I can keep naming. Let's keep naming. Let's keep naming.
1: Pineapple Express is good. Um, that's probably. What else is there?
0: There's a lot. I don't know. Okay, look. I was watching some Hulu, like teenage Hulu, I guess. And in every one, it's. They they smoke and it's okay. Mm. When we were growing up, that wasn't that was taboo.
1: Yeah, it's very very much um, like I said. I was saying earlier that for some people, cannabis is, is considered hard drug. And to clarify, I think those people are tend to be a little bit older, tend to be like um, kind of boomerish age, um, like boomer to silent generation. Uh, people forget Ooh, about the silent generation.
0: Speaking of boomers, we're gonna go a little off topic. Have you ever smoked with a boomer? I have.
1: Wow. Multiple boomers. All right. Tell me. Take me through that.
0: The first boomer I smoked with. We're going to use boomer. Fuck it. Here we are. I used to serve. I used to work at Olive Garden. Can I say that? I used to work for Darden. I used to work. We're going to cut that out. Okay. Let me cut that out. The first boomer. I'm not really going to cut that out here. <laughs> this is me cutting it out. I'm going to pretend you didn't hear that. The first older person I smoked with, we worked together. We were serving tables. And I was amazed that she was able to serve tables at her age. And I and I wondered, you know, I asked her one day. I was like, hey, hey, how are you doing this? Because she was old, like old, like older boomer type of deal. And she was like, oh, I'm just real chill. And I put like three and three together. I said, oh, shit. She smokes weed. And she does. Because one day she saw me in the, what is that called? It's like a deep dry cooler, whatever. One of those things where we're we're all walk in fridge. There you go. Walk in freezer where all the servers cry. And so I had a pin on me. And this is when pins were new. like Like, ooh, what the fuck is that? And so she saw me hit that. Because I used to get like violently high at work. To work in the service industry. Yeah, everybody's on drugs. I'm telling you that right now. Everyone, everyone is on a drug. It it might not be weed. (laughs) They might be using lasers. You never know. (laughs) But everyone's on some sort of something. Everyone's on something. Because just imagine serving another human. That's fucking stressful.
1: Yeah, I can attest to that. Um, I used to own a coffee shop, and I would be there about 13 hours a day. And I'll tell you now, not all of our employees smoked, because actually as a lot of them were in high school. But I could tell you that the managers and the owners all smoked uh, for sure. For sure.
0: I smoked in your... Coffee house. <laughs> that was an ad- admission. I wanted you to know that.
1: Was it in the restroom?
0: It was in the back room.
1: Oh, oh, that's right. Yeah, that's right. Wow. Um, yeah, there's something about the service industry. I mean, you ask anybody. Yeah, interfacing with people. I don't think that's that's not what it is. I think it's it's having to put up with
0: other humans.
1: Well, like the general public. And, um, I think there's, there's something to it because there's like a, a monotony to it. And, um, yeah, when you're, when you're uh, in the service industry, you kind of, um, this is going to bring up a lot of emotions, but you kind of,
0: you gotta
1: be on drugs. I'm, I'm trying to articulate why. And I'm having, it's, it's because you have to deal with, this monotony and you kind of deal with, um,
0: it can get very bleak quickly.
1: Yeah. You deal with people's, um, entitlement. Yeah, there's an, there's a, a definite, definite entitlement. There's a definite entitlement. Um, and especially the industry I was in, like time was a big thing and people would get upset with their drinks would take too long. Um, and you, you, you weren't Starbucks.
0: Like you can't crank shit out like Starbucks.
1: I'm going to try to get highbrow again and reference, um, there's a movie called Metropolis and his job was to kind of move hands on the clock and there's something about doing a monotonous job like making coffee and I, I don't get me wrong, I enjoyed it, but there's something about doing a job that's very, very kind of repetitive, monotonous, and then again, like while simultaneously having to deal with um, uh, kind of the 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 general public um if that makes sense
0: yeah you know the general public like us as in general as humans in public <laughs> yeah it's not a good thing i don't think we should be around people that much too long
1: yeah it's not even i'm trying to articulate i'm having trouble but it's it's a person is different when they're in a in a mode of like Service. of of wanting like i want this And and as a server, you know, as somebody in this food industry, you must provide this. If you don't,
0: you have to want to give it to them.
1: Yeah, you do, and it's also um, the fact that they they want it specifically their way. Um,
0: Against the menu. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it's dealing, but then again, that's there's there's a bright side because you get a lot of of great customers um, that kind of make it worth it sometimes. But yeah, to 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 kind of. to put a ribbon on it yeah if if you're out and you're getting service whether it be coffee or food that person is most likely um on drugs or they're about to do drugs
0: they're, they're making money to do yeah like they're they're making their money for their drug
1: right right exactly exactly
0: because i used to do that so when we talk about okay so service in- how i was in the service industry for a minute mm-hmm. and I will say, like, during that time, a lot. I, I, Most of my cannabis use was, like, the frequency of it. It was very much, like, ingrained while I was in the service industry.
1: Would you go to your... Would you smoke before your shift?
0: Hell yeah. Before, during, after. Like, on repeat. Because some people are tiring, like...
1: And I mentioned that like weed was, I mean, I'm big into the social aspect of weed and there's something about once you get stoned, there's, there's this kind of maybe, yeah, I, I was able to interact with people a little more. I was able to come out of my shell a little more and yeah, enjoy, actually enjoy the monotony because yeah, you'd make the same drink a couple hundred times a day, but there's something like... um smoking kind of gave it that extra you would you would find you would find the like joy in the in the minutiae right you would enjoy like damn i made a perfect drink or yeah you would you would take you would cherish those little moments for me
0: it was more like did i just get away with that like did i just serve these many like however many people well okay i already mentioned where i worked everything's unlimited there So I would play a game it was it was called take as many orders as possible without writing it down Ah. (laughs) and see if we can get it right. I was pretty good at it. Yeah, like I would say I was pretty accurate about it. But then there was another game that I would play. It would be how high can I get before someone calls me out? And I will say I won that game all the time. Like 100% of the time I won.
1: So we're going to go off on another tangent and I do want to come back to it but your brother that may or may not call back. Um, so he, okay. W-O-N versus O-N-E. How do you pronounce those two words?
0: W-O-N. One. O-N-E.
1: One. Okay. So, so apparently they're supposed to be pronounced the same.
0: Shut the fuck No. I'm serious. And no, I, they're not.
1: And your brother had the same reaction and we went on Google and we looked it up and it's, it is, it is in fact the case.
0: Hello. Hey, how do you pronounce one? O-N-E. Man! You've been talking about Wesley. How do you do it? You're an idiot. I just tell me how you pronounce it.
1: One. Hmm? <laughs> All right. Riley. Right. how do you say it,
0: Radley?
1: I say it the same because they're homonyms. <laughs>